Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Welcome back to the 16th episode of the Short Track Talk podcast. Today, we have an Italian writer who has been right on the center of attention these past few days because she made an announcement not too long ago that has been causing a lot of doubts, a lot of questions. So I'm hoping <laughs> she'll be able to resolve some of them today. For those who don't know who I'm talking about yet, uh, today we have Greta Saywell today, the Italian writer. So good morning, Greta. How are you doing today? Good morning. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. Thanks for having me here in the podcast. Uh, really looking forward to to speak a little bit with you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So first of all, how are you feeling? It's been some tense days. We could call them like that. Yeah. Um. For me, it's uh, well, it wasn't uh, just the the last few days, uh, but after the season, I I took this decision to um. Yeah, to to change my my team uh, for the next season, and so it I wasn't that active uh, on social media. Um, who follow me on social media uh, noticed that I didn't uh, do a post since the last race. So, yeah, I was quite busy to understand how it will uh, work for me the next season. Um, so, yeah. I took all my energy and put it into, uh, yeah, the this this change for me. That's fair enough. That is really good to hear too. Yeah. And first of all, how's your season been? Because on the post you said you had kind of lost the motivation a little bit on your last yeah. post on Instagram. You said you didn't want to ride the bike anymore after the last race. Yeah. So <laughs> can we talk a little bit about that first? Yeah. I mean, first of all, uh, it wasn't the fault of the team. I mean, it was me that I lost the, the motivation to 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 do the, the trainings uh, after the last race. So uh, it wasn't about the team and the situation of the team. I mean, I was feeling always good in the team. Uh, maybe too good. Uh, I don't know if people can understand uh, this, but I felt too comfortable like when you are in the family uh you feel comfortable and maybe sometimes you say you you get a bit lazy you say ah i will do it the the next day i will do it next year i will do it maybe yeah after um so i and i am i am not like this i prefer to do it straight away and maybe during this season i i changed and I said, yeah, I will do it the next day. I will do it after. And for this, I maybe lost the, the motivation and yeah, the, the decision to change the team uh, was like, okay, I have to, when I want to, to go, uh, yeah, to, to, just, just to, to go, go on. Go yeah, ahead, just exactly. to go on. Yeah. Yes. So essentially what you're saying is that you kind of, got comfortable and kind of started losing motivation that's totally fair uh, sometimes it's difficult to be whole life uh, 100 percent into one thing sometimes yeah. it is true that we struggle uh, we're humans we all we're not perfect uh, at least yeah. i'm not so <laughs> but yes i understand what you're trying to say yeah. and in terms of results uh, this mm -hmm. season how has it been for you because you were you were still like you saying you lost the motivation but mm -hmm. you were still a top 20 writer in the world cup yeah so how has it been feeling for you just going to the start line and maybe like you're saying not as motivation not mm -hmm. as motivated as you used to be and still being there and getting good results 
Uh, yeah, it it felt it felt strange because, like you said, the the maybe the results weren't that bad, but it was often that I arrived at the finish line and wasn't like satisfied with the race because I didn't race motivated, and I I always uh, did my best and went all in but not with the with the motivation and with the uh, enthusiasm uh, i wanted to yeah and then you know after each race you get less motivated less uh, you have less energy and yeah just a few races um i I could race with this motivation, like the the world championship in in the short track in the short track, um, and I don't know how I managed to 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 stand on the start line motivated. Um, so, yeah, one of the goal is to 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 be motivated and to race each race with the same motivation, and I'm yes. on a good way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. And like you were saying, uh, in the Worlds, uh, you did race motivated. You were sixth. So not, not many people get that result ever. <laughs> and I kind of have a question of how are you feeling now? I imagine it's been a difficult postseason. But now that everything is starting to look focused on the same path, how are yeah. you feeling? Uh, really, really, really good. And I think that the people around around me uh, who are living the situation since, yeah, two or three months now uh, together with me um, also see how happy and how free I am now so really really good that's really good to hear there's nothing like having a good feeling and just being happy yeah. in general it's one of the most important things in life I'd say so yeah. thank you for sharing all of this information we'll get <laughs> we'll back we'll get back to it at some point in the new interview but now i would like to ask you first how did greta first get on a bike how did she start uh how did she fell in love with the bike ah uh, good question um well the first time on the bike for me i think i don't remember um time i started to think about racing and doing it like a professional sport uh, was about 10 years. Yeah, I was 10 years old. Um, and yeah, I felt in love with the with the jersey of my home team. Like, yeah, a little team in my hometown uh, had these yellow jerseys and I felt in love with them. So I just wanted to ride the bike to have that jersey. <laughs> And then I got to ride with the with the kids and to to do the training. I think two times a week, and um, but basically it was like going out riding the bikes in the till one got hurt or <laughs> crash or something. So we said, okay, now stop training. <laughs> and so yeah, the first years it was basically like this. But um, looking back at it, it was it was good, like this. Uh, that's really good to hear. And mm -hmm. when did you make the decision of actually becoming professional? You started riding as a junior, getting really good results, uh, started mm -hmm. racing internationally. So how is that whole process for you of realizing uh, there's some kids that are good at studying? Uh, I'd rather ride a bike. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, it was in this years I I raced the junior category. Uh, when I understand, okay, maybe maybe I like it more than just a simple free time activity. Um, and then uh, also other teams got to Italian teams got to to ask me if I want to write for them. So also the interest, uh, I saw that it's getting bigger and bigger uh, in me and in my, yeah, in my person, I think. Um, so it also helps me to make this decision to, to say, okay, I, I go for the bike. Well, uh, that's fair enough. Uh, just <laughs> about choosing and making decisions. And I yeah. think you, you don't regret it by now. You're still enjoying the bike. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> and uh, that's actually really interesting to hear. Uh, what's is that the jersey that made you fell in love with riding? Is still your favorite jersey? Uh, I think yes, because every time the the kids with the with this yellow jersey uh, are passing in front of my house, I'm always like, ah, oh. <laughs> how it started. So it's something special for yeah. sure. There's always always a special memory to have. Yeah, but I like all the dresses I, I had. Uh, I, it's not the <laughs> No, no, of course, of course uh. not. <laughs> and uh, you kind of have had a really good career so far racing internationally, but you've kind of missed uh, one of the most, uh, one of the biggest events in cycling, which is Olympic Games. That was last year. Uh, last year you were close. Mm-hmm. How was that feeling of getting ready for the Olympic Games and at the end just not being able to make it? Uh, yeah, I mean, for the last Olympics, I I don't know if I if I was close, but um, I was in the in the group uh, of the of the women um, to make this decision uh, who who to let go uh, to mm-hmm. the Olympics. Um, I didn't uh, I didn't go, uh, like you said. Um, but maybe also this um, made my decision uh, easier um, because in my head, it's like, okay, all or nothing. Um, because the, the change of the team uh, can go good or it can be also bad, but... Mm-hmm. If I don't take this decision, I wouldn't know. Yeah, of course. So also, also for the Olympics um, in Paris um, 2024, uh, it's my goal to be there on the start line. And I don't want to asking myself, oh, I changed team. What if I uh, could do something different to make my uh, my goal be reality and of course 2024 Paris is my main goal for now yes of course I mean next season is going to be the most important and deciding one so like you mentioned it's a an all the all-in decision I'm changing teams I'm going all in with this and we'll see where it goes uh, you never really know if it's a good decision or not but unless you take the risk you're never really going to know uh for now it is because I'm happy I'm <laughs> I'm motivated so for now it is yeah of course and 
what has been uh, so far? You've been racing for a few years, and I would like I would like to ask you what has been your most special race so far, one that you remember that was really special that you really enjoyed. It doesn't have to be a good result; it can even be a bad result. But just for the atmosphere or the place where you were racing, it was just special for you. Uh, one special race uh, for sure was the World Championship in Val di Sole uh, two years ago. Um, just because it was in Italy, um, because family, friends uh, were there. Uh, it was the home world championship. So it's, yeah, it's different like a World Cup. It's the atmosphere is bigger and it's, yeah, I, I still have goosebumps thinking about it. So this one was, was really, really special. It was like racing a la casa, how you tell yeah. it. <laughs> Of course. And it's always something special to be able to race at home. And when it's even the bigger race of the year, World Championships, it just makes it even greater and even better, of course. And now uh, you've been traveling quite a lot this year, starting with this uh, new race we had, new World Cup in Brazil. Mm -hmm. So how is traveling to Brazil and just spending some time there? Yeah, before traveling there, I couldn't imagine um, what it means being in Brazil. I mean, a big country. Uh, yeah, and then we were there and it was like, I don't know, it was magical. Also, the, the trip with the car from the airport to the race venue. Uh, you saw so many things. Uh, past a few little little towns um the farelas and everything so it was really really uh special and it's such a beautiful place uh and i really really hope that the world cup uh is getting to be there uh again yes at some point of course yeah. oh you know where you're going to be racing next year we start off in balkenberg in the netherlands yeah. Uh, we kind of What's lose the. Yes. So, how are you feeling about next season's calendar? Uh, more World Cups once again. Mm -hmm. Uh, everything is really tight. You start with a very intense month in May, which is when it starts. You have Balkenberg, then you have uh Novi Mesto, I think. No, I'll I'll start one of them too. And are you excited for it? And if so, how are you getting ready for it? Uh, super excited and yeah like you say it's a full calendar uh, I think we have a break um, of one month and a half uh, of World Cups but uh, there will be other races so of course it will be a, a year full of races um, it's really important to to make the uh, a good training uh, to take rest uh, when you don't have to race. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, we will see. I mean, uh, of course, the, the main goals are the the World Cups to do well there. Uh, maybe the other races you are not 100%. Uh, but I think everybody uh, who is going to who wants to do the World Cups um, has to don't be at 100% in the other races. So yes, it uh, will be the same for everyone. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was speaking about that a few weeks ago. I can't remember with whom, but mm-hmm. that's what they were saying that there's people that are gonna skip a few World Cups just to be able to focus yeah. on some specific races because it's a very crowded calendar indeed. Yeah, and I have to ask you because I just realized there's a last World Cup is in October in Canada. Yeah. So Canada is a cold country. So mm-hmm. October is it not always the best weather. So you live next to the Italian Alps and you probably know how weather starts to get in October in the mountains. So what do you think that's going to be? Because I feel like there's going to be a lot of fun, but the weather is going to be interesting. That's no problem because I'm riding um, the the last few days uh, outside with the snow uh, and with, I don't know, minus four or five degrees uh, already. So bad weather... Uh, it's no problem for me. <laughs> so, are you a rider that enjoys running in bad weather? Um, I don't think that I am enjoying it uh, that much like other riders, like Yolanda Neff is super fast in, in the mud conditions. Yeah. And I don't want to say that I am fast as, as her. Um, but it's not a problem. So... I think I can ride good on mud conditions, but also on on dry. So you you don't enjoy it, but you enjoy it more than those who don't enjoy it. We can call it that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. Thanks for helping me out. <laughs> no, no, no worries. And now, uh, leaving the Vikings head a little bit, I've been seeing that you've been posting more on social media recently, especially like you mentioned, uh, lots of pressure off, and you've been hiking around with your dog. Yeah and just enjoying so what is it you enjoy doing outside of cycling life um well as you as you say hiking hiking in the mountains with the dog with uh, my boyfriend uh, or yeah just doing other things like um also climbing bouldering uh i started like doing this uh quite often and during the week um then sometimes we also go um like slacklining um or yeah when the when the boys are going to do highlining i'm or i'm just watching them <laughs> um, but yeah i i i love spending time outside and and doing stuff outside so just uh, keeping a very active life in general non stop for you yeah that's that's fair enough and then a bit of a different question, probably. Mm-hmm. Have you ever considered what you would be doing if you weren't a cyclist? Oh, good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, maybe I'm. I'm focusing my life so much uh, on on biking, and because it's my passion, also. Um. For sure, I have other passion, um, but it might be everything is is like um, with nature. Um, so, yeah, it would be for sure something outside, uh, maybe also with other people, um, mm-hmm. but mainly outside. Mainly outside <laughs> in the nature. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's more than fair. That's a good enough answer. And I wanted to ask you, you've been racing some some stage races around mm-hmm. the world. You've raced in Greece, you've raced something in Spain. 
but you've never been to the big ones uh, to uh -huh. Poland like that. So <laughs> is it something you would like to do in the future? Cape Epic, uh, Titan Desert, maybe? Yeah, in the, in the future, for sure. Uh, I think I am now not ready uh, to do a big stage race like Cape Epic or uh, the Brazil ride. Mm -hmm. um, just because I I don't feel ready to do it. Mentally, okay. maybe physically, yes, but mentally I'm not I'm not ready for it. Uh, but I will be ready for it uh, someday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then you see me on the start line. <laughs> that's a that's a good enough answer, of course. And yeah. then uh where you were just mentioning uh you were, you do really well in the short tracks. I think it's something I'm not sure if you enjoy it or you're just good at it, but you do. You get some really good results and also in cross country. So could you tell us how a World Cup weekend looks for you? So you get onto the track Wednesday, Thursday, uh, latest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, we, we have a schedule of the UCI uh, where, where it's written when you can go on the track. Um, so... Yeah, basically, it's like uh, going on the track um, two times before the, the race. Um, maybe you go, yeah, like Thursday on the on the track. And then Friday, you have the short track. So I don't be on the track. And then again, Saturday on the track for training. And Sunday, the, the, there is the race. So, yeah, I spent two days on the track and two days off the track. Yeah. Just spinning around, drinking coffee, <laughs> having some just, good times. That's on the part I was talking to <laughs> yeah, people while yeah, drinking yeah. coffee. <laughs> uh, that's what you enjoy, of course. And yeah. is it something you enjoy doing after the races? Something that's like, I am I know when I finish the race, I don't like to do this because it will help me relax or I just enjoy. Uh I think that the after race routine um, after the short track is really, really important because you still have a race on Sunday. And I have to be honest, I don't know if I already found my routine, my perfect routine after those uh, Friday races uh, because I still struggle a bit um, to recover. Um, but I will get there. So I'm just trying to to figure out how how to do it. And then the after race routine on Sunday is like having good time, having pizza, having just yeah, just good relaxing. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just enjoying it, of course. And like we mentioned at the beginning of the interview. It's been very stressful months for you. Uh, last couple of months from training and racing were probably difficult too. So mentally, uh, how are you doing in those times? Because when the mind doesn't work, the body doesn't really go with the mind. Mm -hmm. So how are you holding up in those those last couple of months of racing? Uh, thanks to the people around. I mean, uh, the, the friends, the team, the family, um, they are always there. Also, when you are not there with with your head, with the yeah, with the mental game, um, they they are helping and they are there. They are here for you, and it's not the the fault or the 
yeah, it's not their fault um, that I wasn't mentally ready or motivated. It just happened. I don't know why. Um, and yeah, thanks to them, uh, I I could go on uh, and I could stand on the start line just because they gave me maybe the motivation I I didn't have. Yeah. Well, uh, that's more than fair, of course. And sometimes, mm -hmm. like you say, uh, when you can't even more the people surrounding you that yeah. carry on. I was talking with, to Sam Gase uh, two weeks ago, yeah. and he was saying the same thing, that when he thought he couldn't do it, there was the people around him that yeah. took him forward. So it is very important to be surrounded by people like that and not mm -hmm. that people to drag you back to call it that way, of course. Yeah. And... In terms of nutrition, it's really important for writers, and there's some people that struggle with it. So, mm -hmm. do you have someone to help you with it, or is it something you just enjoy cooking and eating your own own things? I enjoy eating and cooking also, um, but yeah, I I have a nutritionist uh, who is helping me with, uh, yeah, for sure with. Uh, with saying me that I need this and this vitamins maybe more than, than other people because we did some uh, DNA tests. Um, so I know what my body needs. And and I did it uh, one month ago. So it's also a change I do for next year, for the next years. Uh, I changed quite a lot uh, also in nutrition. Um, so it will be really um excited to see uh next seasons how it will go i see so a lot of changes yeah. and i yeah. see you happy with them so i'm uh, expecting to see you next year uh top yeah. yeah of course and uh you've been training so have you been able to tell the difference with all those changes you've made um well i'm training yes but um mainly yeah slow training like maybe also longer rides i do a lot of hiking so i'm not all the days on the bike uh and that's good because i need it in the off season because i'm still in the off season i don't yeah. do a lot of intervals didn't start to to do uh, some hard training sessions yet uh, but then I will tell you if I feel something. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> of course, uh, no, uh, yeah, I I love to hear that. And uh, for you, uh, you first race uh, as a junior in Italy. That's when you started kind of uh, glowing, and you've wore the national team jersey before. And like uh, we were talking at the beginning, I'm Spanish, so I'm a proud boy. But Italian, I'd say it's it's a whole other level. So. How was it for you being able to wear the Italian jersey and ride in it? Uh, it's it's really, really special every time you get to wear the national jersey because it only happens two times a year for the European Championship and for the Worlds. Um, so it's a special feeling um, representing your country and yeah, being on the start line um, with the Italian uh flag on it uh yeah i think everybody not just the italians are proud to represent the, their country so yeah it's it's special 
Yes, of course. Uh, like you said, everybody's always really proud to be able to wear the flag of the country. It's just uh, we Southerners are kind of more yeah. emotional. <laughs> We're more emotional about yeah, it. So that's true. It's that's easy, true. easier to tell the emotion uh, yeah. in us uh, when, when we're excited about something. And and now uh, going back to Santa Cruz, the team a little bit. You've been there for four, well, three years, three seasons or four Five years, I think. Five. Okay. Four, five, five years. Four, five. Okay, five years. Uh, it's been my mistake. <laughs> my mistake. So, how have those years been for you? Uh, great years. I mean, I I have good memories. I have bad memories, like everyone. Like everybody. Yeah. Um, but mainly good good memories because also when I had maybe bad races or uh, just felt bad. Uh, they were there for me so the the stories I get to tell uh, to to the people um, they are always good um, and I will continue to 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 do like this uh, speaking good things about them because uh, they are good person and I will forever be thankful for those five years together Yes, at the end of the day, it's the people you that got you to be the writer you are today. It's not you got here magically, and it's people you travel around the world with for a few years, yeah. and that you spend a lot of time with. So of course, for sure, they're important people for you. Yeah, and uh, this year we were just mentioning we we're quite emotional. So mm -hmm. at the Italian Championships, uh, you weren't able to finish. Mm -hmm. So how is that for you? Because I imagine it was probably a goal of yours this season. Mm -hmm. So how is there being in the race racing and then finally uh, having to quit it? I, it was it was hard um, because the the race was my home race. It was like two kilometers from my from my home. Um, yeah, it was hard. Uh, to not get to finish the race um, also because I was sitting in second uh, and it was I think two or three laps to go but I had a, a big gap um, yeah uh, I don't know it was hard uh, and I still get emotional to speak or to think about it uh, because it meant a lot to me uh, riding in front of, of my family, of my dad, who was um, creating the, the course um, also. So yeah, I, I hope that uh, one day the, the Italian championship or another race uh, is going to be there again. So, so I can, yeah, I can do a good result. Yeah, uh, I could tell that you got emotional because as soon as you have the question, your face yeah. uh, fully changed. It was like taking a curtain off. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, thank you for sharing that, actually. Yeah. And in terms of next year, like you said, one of your goals is to feel motivated. And another goal, of course, is to have good results in order to be able to classify for, for Paris. But is there, like you just mentioned, uh, the Italian champions was a really important race for you this year. So is there a, an important race uh, for next year that you have in mind that you really want to mm -hmm. go at it? Yeah, for sure. The All the World Cups, um, I think I'm going to, to be in good shape. 
uh, or it, at least it's the goal. Um, and then the important races like I want to perform good uh, is for sure the Italian Championship, the World Championship um, and the Europeans. So those three races, I want to be at 100%. You uh, yourself as a rider, you haven't been able to be national championship yet, national champion for Italy and elite. So what would that be for you? Uh, how would that feel? Winning it. Yeah. I don't know because I didn't win it uh, yet. So I don't know how how the feeling is. Um, but I think it it will be a, a, a really, really good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. And at uh, the beginning of this season, uh, you were racing quite a bit in Spain. You went to Chalba Manolas, which are uh, consolidated races by now. Is that something you'll be doing next year? Uh, I still don't know uh, which races we are going to, to do in the beginning of the season. Uh, we have to talk to the team uh, to discuss a bit the, the race calendar. and But there is the possibility to be there again. So and maybe. <laughs> what was the team you were saying? I don't remember. Maybe the signal <laughs> was... <laughs> We'll have we'll have to keep attention to your Instagram <laughs> yeah. uh, to be able to find out. It's not something you can yeah, share yet. Like you talked about, but that's uh, that's how it is, uh, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> and no, uh, so do you know when you will start racing next season or not yet at all? Uh, I think in in February, February we are going to do the the first race. Then there will be a a break um, of a few weeks. And we will be back racing in March, in end March. of March. Okay, so fev February to October, that's a long yeah. season. How do you uh, plan on working on it or keeping the motivation? Because as time goes by, it looks like your seasons are getting longer and longer mm -hmm. and you're getting more races in the calendar. So how does the rider both mentally and physically live up to it? Because it's very difficult to have a good shape throughout the whole year. It's something more you have to kind of walk up a little bit. It's like yeah. a stairs, just one step at a time. So how do you manage to keep the motivation for raising weekend after weekend uh, through yeah. uh, eight months? Um. Well, that's a question I also um, had and asked myself how you will do it next year when this year you didn't have the motivation uh, the last few months. Um, and then I was thinking, okay, I have a, a coach for the training. Why um, don't I have a coach for the mental training? So I get in touch with uh, Moreno Piscara. Uh, which is a mental coach and I'm now working with him um, a few weeks for a few weeks and he will help me to get the motivation being on top um, till October so, so I have a mental coach I was going to ask you because there's some really good athletes that are starting to kind of get into the routine there it's mostly used in some other sports but in yeah. cycling, it's something that's slowly coming in. 
So I was I was actually going to ask you, are you going to work through for the whole season with him? Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Of course, uh, and it, every every help is welcome. Uh, like yeah. you, like you said, at the end of the day, it's a lot of pressure. Uh, lots of time you're spending by yourself or on the bike. Lots of hours mm -hmm. where you just think and think. So having someone to give you a hand and be able to help you with yeah. that is very important, I think. And it's something mm -hmm. that's not always appreciated. Uh, so thank you for sharing. There's some people that do have it, but just are not open to share it either. So I don't, I don't feel like it's something you need to hide. No. But yeah, no. Uh, so thank you for sharing that. And yeah. from, uh, let's say, what is your, because we've talked about uh, different goals that you have for next year, but what is your main goal? Like the one you really want to do, because you can, you can talk about qualifying for Paris. You can mm -hmm. talk about having good races or just being motivated in general. But what is the one that's in your head that you say, I have to do this yes or yes, and the rest we'll see? Um, it's difficult because on, every time you speak out your goal... It becomes real. And it don't get real. People think, okay, you don't reach your goal, you, you don't do good. Well, that's not always the case, though, because if you put in the work... Uh, to be able to get there. Yeah, that that's true. Uh, well, the the main goal um is being in the top ten in the World Cups. Um, I'm working for it, so it's the goal. Well, that's it's been spoken now, so we'll see. <laughs> no, that's thank you for your honesty. Too, there's some people that just say oh, I'm not sure, I don't know, but thank you for sharing yeah. it. And now uh, to put, well, let's get the energy up a little bit before we finish the interview. Can you share uh, some of the, that you can share, of course, uh, some of your best memories uh, in racing or in the World Cup weekend? Because I'm sure there's some that you can't share. So the ones that you can share. Just thinking about what I can share and what I not <laughs> share. No. Um... Uh, maybe it's it's the the little things like um being out for pizza after the the the, the race on Sunday, or just uh, cooking everybody uh, together in the kitchen um of our apartment and having a nice dinner, having a glass of wine or so too, and <laughs> um yeah it's for me. It, it's those things uh, which were really, really, yeah, nice to to experience. So you mentioned a few times that you like to have some pizza to the race on Sunday. So which country has the best pizza? Italy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I should, <laughs> I should should not have been an answer. So yeah. uh, that's that's everything on my end. I don't know if you want to share something else uh, before finishing the interview. No, I just want to thank you again uh, for having me. Uh, nice to speak out a bit about the season, about the future. So thank you. Well, no, it was my pleasure. Uh, like I said before, thank you for your honesty and sharing everything. And my last question is, if you could give me a song to put at the end of the podcast. 
Or your face change again. A song like It can be anything. anything. Just something you enjoy listening to or something that hypes you up. I don't really mind. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. Okay. And who who's that? It's not. Hold on. Let's see what Spotify says. Yeah. I want to ride my bicycle. I've never heard that. Yeah, it's just a sentence of the... Oh, it's a sentence. Yeah. Uh, do you know which song it is? Not from Queen. From Queen, let me say. No, I... <laughs> this is difficult. Uh, Queen. Let's see. I want to run my bicycle race from Queen. Yeah, maybe. Ah, uh, yes. I want to ride my bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This works. Okay. Okay, so I'll leave everybody with a bicycle race from Queen. <laughs> nice. And uh, like I said, thank you, Greta, for coming. It's been a pleasure. Thanks to you. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride it where I like. You say black. I say white. You say bar. I say bite. You say shark. I say him and George was never my scene. And I don't like Star Wars. You say Rose. I say Royce. You say God. Give me a choice. You say Lord. I say Christ. I don't believe in Peter Pan, Frankenstein, or Superman. Cheese. Cartier. Please. Income tax. 